Hey there, my friend. Welcome to this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I have a tiny favor to ask you before we jump right in. If you are loving the show, and many of you have been reaching out and telling me so on email and all over the DMs, I'd be so grateful if you could just do me a small favor, take two seconds and leave us a star review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you want to even be more of a rock star, if you could leave us a review and maybe take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Wendy Batten Biz and or share the episode on Instagram with a fellow shop owner or wherever you're hanging out, I'd be super grateful. This is um, means a lot to us. Uh, reviews and referrals are important and they help spread the word and Again, it would mean a lot to me. I read every single one, I promise. Uh, I'd also love to jam with you on Instagram. Jump over and have a chat with me. I love um, chatting. Sometimes podcasting gets lonely. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a one-way street. So if you know me, if you've been around for a while, I love to chat with people. So jump in and say hi over on Instagram to me at any time or over on my Facebook page. So that being said, thank you, friends. I super really appreciate that um, from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Reviews do matter and they mean a lot to us. So let's jump in. Uh, it's September, right? And we're all getting a little fidgety. <laughs> it's, it's getting to be busy. Things are picking up. I know it is. Um, I have the opportunity and the pleasure to work with my inner circle members and my mastermind coaching members and my private clients. And, you know, we've been sharing a lot about our expectations and our plans for Q4 and making shifts, uh, you know, for so many different things and moving forward, thinking ahead of the rest of the year and into next year, all those plans being made. And I'm hearing a lot of things like, you know, do I ramp up my e-commerce or do I open a second store? What should I add for additional services? What can I, you know, offer my clients, you know, next season? And where should I invest my time and my money? And what color tissue paper should we have for this season? Things, we're always making decisions, right? Things are always in flux, um, as a self-employed uh, business owner, right? Big or small, we're making decisions every day that affect our shops and our studios, right? So today I have invited a guest on to help us with that decision-making. My guest is Andrea Liebrosen. She's a certified business and life coach. Um, I invited her in so that we could chat about making confident decisions in our business. She is so good at this and how we can funnel and think through making decisions. It's never it's never ending in self-employed life. It's never ending in daily life. So I thought that it would be wonderful to invite Andrea in to have a, a chat with us because it sounds easier than, you know, easier said than done, as they say. So Andrea shares in her bio that she's known for helping bold, ambitious women create their own custom secret sauce for success in both life and business, combining just two ingredients of the right mindset and solid systems. See why I like her? <laughs> Andrea believes that you can move from believing what you want is impossible to possible just by simplifying, making it doable and fun even the systems part. So see again why I like her so much. She's a girl after my own heart. So over the last few decades, Andrea has started three successful businesses and ultimately became a certified business and life coach, all while raising two kids and now a 21 and 18. And she has several giant puppies. 
Again, if you know, you know, I have big giant puppies too. So you're going to love our conversation as Andrea shares some great doable frameworks and frameworks are really important. So you can kind of remember how to do them, right? She's going to share how to think through and make those confident business and life decisions. And she's also going to share a really, really fab new way to use um, smart goals, the smart goal framework that I love so much, but in a better way. And I love it again so much that I've already implemented it after as soon as we recorded, <laughs> I was like already thinking about how I could implement it. So listen up and let's welcome Andrea to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. So friends, I have a guest for us today that you are going to want to pay attention, turn the volume up. We have uh, Andrea Libros here with us today, and I'm so excited to have you here, Andrea. Thank you for being here. I am excited to be here too. Thanks for having me. Can you tell my audience a little bit about your business, what you do, how you got here, and who who do you serve? Like, what is the like? What what brought you to where you are? I know what you do, and we talked about it a little yeah. bit in the intro. But in your own words, um, what is it that you do with clients, and how'd you get here? Yeah, well, that's actually a great question. It kind of relates to to retail and what you're doing. So I work with, I like to say I work with high achieving, ambitious women who really want to create a business and a life that that align with who they want to be. And they don't want to create another to-do list. So I like to say they want to create a life, not a to-do list, or they want to create a business, not a to-do list. And I kind of realized that I follow them along in the journey. So I have got some clients that are kind of starting a second career or making a switch. They're in some sort of transition. And they realize that they kind of have to get their, their life together before they can tackle their business. And then, so I kind of got one program for them. And then as they move along, they're like, all right, I, I have my act together. Now let's really focus in on the business. So we kind of transition into what I call a runway to freedom coaching program, where we focus in on their business and getting a grip on that and, and them not feeling as if they are um, always behind and never ahead, them tr- making confident decisions. You guys are ta- you and I are going to talk a little bit about that today. But um, so I, I recently actually kind of plotted out the, the, the journey of my ideal client. And I, I kind of identified six different phases, starting from realizing they need to get their own lives together. So that's more of a life coaching bent all the way to, hey, let's recreate my operating system because I've got a profitable business. I've got people under me. Things are, are working really well. I've been in business maybe three to five years, but I got to revamp this if it's going to keep going. So that's kind of the gamut. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's a big gamut. So yeah, it <laughs> is. That's all of us. I feel like you, you're like everybody's coach now. Everybody's yeah. 
everybody's and it's what we teach inside our programs and services as well too in that you have to have a life i mean what is the sense of, i mean we're not just here building factories and more widgets. No. i mean and the the listeners my audience right now people that are listening right now are trying to have a quality life and a quality business right it's really mm-hmm. hard and it's mm-hmm. really hard sometimes to which hat am i wearing <laughs> well i that's funny you say that because i always think like okay i'm putting on my new hat you know five o'clock to put the different hat on or any actually but really could think about it in 2022 i mean our lives especially i think as women if it's a woman woman listening to me which i think she'll totally agree with me um our lives are kind of like a ball of yarn in the sense that our personal lives and our professional lives are so much intertwined like because you you're working on you know we're recording this podcast but i could be getting a text flying across my screen that says hey i forgot my lacrosse cleats right so so it all it all just integrates and we've really got to figure out how to manage that and I think we're finally at the stage and maybe you can um agree or disagree with me but I feel like we're at the point in business in 2022 whatever I'm I'm like where are we with this pandemic but like realization wise where we are in that we can have we we can't have it all I mean I know that sounds like I don't know, platitudes or something, yeah. but we can, we can have harmony. I call it harmony. Like we can make it all work together. We don't have to choose. And I, and I, I like completely that. agree with you. Yeah. And I like that. So, but one of the biggest barriers I see, and you can uh, again, share with us what you see, it's getting to that. It's like, what are the hurdles that you're seeing and how, how can you help? Like, how do you help your clients and how can, you know, what advice can you give to our, yeah. to our yep. listeners on you know, what are the barriers and how are we, how do we push through and make that all work and decide? And again, we're going to talk about decision-making today, because I think that's a really big part of it, making decisions that are good for both business and life. Yes. Yes. So I think the, the biggest barrier to all of that is really confidence and confident decision-making. And no matter where you are, whether you're on day one of your business or day one of a marriage, or day one of being a mother, whatever that is, whether you're on day one, or day, you know, 10,000, it still really comes down to confident decision making. And I think there's several different aspects of that, that, that we have to kind of recognize, or there's, I think there's like kind of some laws of confident decision making um, that we really need to adopt or follow in order to continue to grow. So, there's a, you know, we can all kind of get stuck or stagnant in what we're doing, or we think, well, we did it this way last time, so we might as well do it this way this time. And in order to continue that growth pattern, and that doesn't also necessarily mean like more and more revenue, for example, or more and more whatever, but just growing as a person or as a business owner, we've got to be confident in how we make decisions. And I, and I kind of look at it as there's different aspects of that and, and different places where you really have to buy in in order to make those decisions. What can you give us some examples? Yeah, of, sure. What do you mean by that? So yeah. I think um I think okay, first of all, I think you've got to realize that you are going to be, and this is super cliche, there's going to be times when you are uncomfortable, right? It's not all about being comfy. Uh, Our brain goes to the place where it wants us to be comfortable. If it's doing its right job, that's what it's supposed to be doing. And um, we've got to figure out how to kind of, I like to say, quiet down the little voice, the frenemy voice that's in the back of our heads and that says, hey, are you sure you want to do that? 
you don't know what you're doing. You've never done that before. Why would someone want to buy that way, buy it from you? Why would someone come on board? You got to quiet that little frenemy voice. I think it's like the person in high school that thought they knew everything, but also wanted to be your friend. <laughs> quiet that down and say, hey, thanks so much for that great advice. But will the real Wendy please stand up? Will the real Andrea please stand up? What do I want to do? Or what do I think at the, in this moment, given the information I have, what's the best move right now? So that's kind of, that's kind of number one. I, can I just know, I love that yeah. so much because we also have that voice, not just, um, I'm like, I'm like wanting to like, amen this because I feel this so <laughs> much. Well, I hear this so much just, and just to, to point that out, we also have not just that internal, you know, uh, what, what we, we also should all over ourselves because right. I said, should yes. <laughs> I hear that a lot because we also have all this external information coming out all the time. We should be on, you know, we should do all this stuff. And I mean, and I am always a big believer in that we have to trust our, our gut and to what you just said and the knowledge um, that we have available to us at the time, exactly right. what you said, because we do have all, it's not just our own voice. It's everybody else. All it is. It is. busy up the road doing, oh, she's doing a big sale. I should do a big sale. Like there's so yep. many things. So I'm so glad we're having this conversation because the information coming at us, we need to do what's right for us. So we need to make our right. own confident decisions. So didn't mean to, you know, I think, I did, but I did want to remind people, it's not just our own voice. It's like, we're so inundated with input from all the things that we have to gather the good ones. But anyway, you go. I, I also, if you really, it. if you really think about it, like every piece of information that we're taking in or every thought we have, I like to say every thought is neutral. Right. Um, or everything is neutral rather until we have a thought about it. Right. Okay. Oh, so someone good. says yeah. to you, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you should do it this way. Okay. That's just what they said. Yeah pretty neutral until you have a thought about it and think, hmm, should I do it that way? Maybe not. Maybe I, I don't know. Right. So as soon as you start to think about what has been said or the information you're taking in externally, that's when things, that's what creates your feelings about it. And, and the doubt or the guilt or the worry, that's what creates it. So I like to say everything is neutral until you have a thought about it because your thoughts kind of create your feelings. Yeah. Love that. So yeah. That's kind of number number one. I mean, and there can't be confident decisions without, or there can't be comfort and confidence kind of without first being uncomfortable or there being discomfort. You can't have one without the other. It's like the yin yang. Okay. I think second piece is that, I, and I can say this lots of different ways, but I think Confident people or confident decision-making, confident people have a bias towards taking action, okay? So, okay. so yeah. if you are going to yeah. continue to grow, and I'm just going to keep saying that one, continue to grow, you have to have kind of a bias toward taking action. You have to make, a, make it a habit of getting things done and trust that clarity is going to come with action, right? So... We all like to know the how. I actually was listening to one of your podcasts. I think with your guest was Emily. Like we all want to know how to do everything before we do it, but that's not going to happen. So mm -hmm. you've got to have a bias towards taking action. And I think 
this kind of aligns with with goal setting in a way. So everybody wants to, you know, have everything all laid out. But I like to say, you know, goals, while I, I'm all in on them being clear and specific, and we can go into that framework, but it, as long as you have a fuzzy vision, <laughs> it, you're going to be okay, right? Yeah. Because it's going to get clearer and clearer at the more and more action you're taking. You just have to kind of know the direction that the end zone is in. Or I like to say, you know, you're climbing a mountain. You don't have to see the top because it's covered in the clouds, but you know it's up there. Yeah. So uh, making a habit of taking action, I think, is really key. Like knowing, you know, where the North Star is. Right. So that's the the second piece of this. And then the third piece, I would say, is trust that you're going to figure it out when you get there. Right. Right. Like, I don't know is never a fact either. Like, I don't know is never a fact. It's always a thought. Mm -hmm. And you can stop thinking, I don't know. You can stop thinking that thought if you want to. It's like, it's optional. Right. You could say, I totally know. And I just, all I know, though, is the next best step. I don't know all the steps. And so you kind of have to go to that Marie Forleo, like it's all figure outable because you will figure it out. Like I, I ask my clients this all the time. I actually just asked this yesterday. So I've got a, a client, she's going to Spain with her family. She's got two teens. One has lots of food allergies and she's really stressed, understandably so about how that's all going to play out. And I, and she's been researching and, you know, doing trying to get our ducks in a row before she left. And I said, okay, so what happens? You're going to, you get there and the, the, where you plan to go is closed or whatever. Something doesn't happen as according to plan. What's, what's what? She's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I said, you do know what you're going to do. What are you going to do? She's like, well, I guess we'll just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're just going to figure it out. So that's the third thing. And then the fourth piece, I like to say that, my or time management is a reflection of mind management. Okay. So how oh, you're managing yeah. your mind directly impacts how you're managing your time. And if you're going to continue to grow and make decisions and figure out where should I be putting my energy? Sometimes I like to say it's more energy management. That's totally a reflection of how you're managing your mind and what you're focusing on and are you surrounding yourself with like-minded people and what are you allowing to come in so if you go back to like what all the other people are saying are you allowing that to penetrate and to to impact what you're doing how you're spending your time on a daily basis so I work a lot with my clients on um, that mind management peace and especially like talking about the big ball of yarn how our personal lives are all integrated with our professional yesterday I was working with a photographer who's got three little kids and her business is growing and she's thrilled about it um but the big but is you know she realizes that she wants well she realizes and she wants to put more time into her business and the other but that goes along with this is she finds herself like not taking care of herself. She's kind of falling apart. She's not moving. And I said to her, okay, well, how, what's, is this a, is this a problem first of all? And she said, well, I mean, it's only a problem if I make it a problem. Okay. Said, so 
right now you're feeling though it is a problem. Yes. How are we going to solve it? This is really a matter of her managing her mind, like figuring, figuring it out. How is she going to get a 20 minute walk in? That's all about you deciding ahead of time, a confident decision that that's going to happen today. Cause it's probably in the moment it's hard in the moment. It's hard. So you've really got to manage your mind around that. Yeah. So those are my, like kind of the four um, laws or rules or ways of approaching things that I think we need to adopt if we are going to be confident in what we're doing. That's, that's really, that's fantastic. Um, so you have some frameworks. I know. I mean, that's, I have so much to pull out of that. <laughs> I do like, I do like the mind. I, I do love the fourth concept as well too. And it it's, Nobody likes to hear that. I don't like to hear it. Like I'm uncomfortable. I'm going back to number one too, right? Yeah. You know, trying to figure out how am I going to get my 20 minute, like your client, I'm trying every day and I make, we make excuses and all of those things, right? We all right. do it. We make excuses to why we're shooting on ourselves. We make excuses. So we do just need to step into that confidence and I, and action taking is, I mean, action breeds confidence. It does every single time. So I totally agree with the action. And it also gives us clarity. Action the wrong way is fine. If we did the wrong, we do the wrong, we make right. the wrong decision or whatever. Like, you know, and I, and that's, and to actually pull that apart as well, too. Um, you know, your client is going to probably struggle to find the right food. Our client, my clients, you know, our, our listeners trying to make decisions on, you know, do I do this or do I take my business in that direction? Do I add yes. a revenue stream? Do I drop a revenue stream? And I know you have retail history. And I do. I talk about that a little bit, but you know, there's so many things, so many decisions every day. There's all the little yeah. things and there's the big things. And again, you know, do we put a pin in something? Do we, you know, we look at the metrics or do we let go of a product or, you know, all of those decisions that we have to make, would you say, you know, coming up to the, like, going through this list, what's the worst thing that can happen if we work and we make a decision and it's wrong? That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so it's, I was, like, it's like, I'm always, I always, that is one of my famous lines. What's the worst thing that can happen? Right. And usually it's not worse than doing nothing or the state you're in currently. Right. 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 So that's exactly right. the it. state, that's it's, it's not worse, you know, and I, two things pop into mind. I really believe that there's only winning or learning. Right. <laughs> there's no yeah. failing. Like, so you either learned something and you got clarity that maybe that isn't the direction we want to move in, or mm -hmm. you quote unquote won. There's no such thing as failing. And I was actually just explaining this concept yesterday. So there's like, I like to call it high, creating high value cycles for ourselves. So a woman actually in a retail business yesterday said to me, I've realized that I am just trying to get things done and not reflecting on whether or not it was effective or how I did it or how I can improve a process. I'm kind of like stuck in the busy Right. So I like to say you, you're wearing your busy badge. So it says, yeah. instead of, hi, my name is Wendy. It says, hi, my name is busy. Cause people say, how are you? Oh, I'm so busy. So there you go. I'm busy. Like my name is busy. I believe many of our listeners will be wearing the busy badge. Yes. Okay. So yes. she's, yes. she's totally yes. wearing the busy badge. Yes. Okay. So I said to her, I was like, all right, Laura, so you got your busy badge on. Let's take, pull that apart. Give me an example. So she actually gave me a great example of a process they've started to put in place to um, reach back out to customers, like old, you know, bring all the old people back. Okay. And she said, but I just don't think it's working. Okay. 
And so if you think about a clock, I always like envision this as a clock. So she started out at 12 o'clock. She started to put her process into place. You know, she got to one o'clock between 12 and one. Also, by the way, PS, it's always uncomfortable because you've never done it before. So you go to one o'clock, then you're one to two o'clock. All right, we're rolling along two to three. When you get to three, okay, a lot of people will throw it out the window like she was going to do yesterday because it's not working. But I said, what if we get to three and it's really just more of a place for you to evaluate it, hone it, learn from it, and then build on it and keep going. So then you go from three to four. Okay. Again, kind of uncomfortable because you probably changed something. When you get to six, again, evaluate, hone, continue on. It's kind of like the act, learn, build, repeat system. And that's a high value cycle versus getting to three o'clock and throwing it out the window and coming back to 12. You know, and we'd like to do that. We're like, oh, that didn't work. Back to the drawing board. Instead of thinking, how can I build on this? How can I hone it? How can I rephrase it? So um, she's like, wow, this is, I haven't thought of it that way. Right. So that was kind of eye opening. Yeah. It ha- and that's, that happens so often, right? Yeah. We start yeah. and it gets uncomfortable. We push through for a bit. And it's like, but it kind of gives you confidence yeah. if, if yeah. you, if you take that kind of strategic pause, I'm all about like quick decision-making too, which I actually think this is a way to make, to take a strategic pause is a way in which to make a confident decision because you're hopefully kind of thinking, okay, what's the end goal? Here's the goals. What's the end goal in mind, right? If you kind of get that fuzzy vision, then you can keep moving versus throw stuff out the window. Well, and I think when we say strategic decision-making always throws Mm -hmm. people off, but I love that you said, you know, even the strategic pause because Uh, And we talk about that a lot here on the podcast. I talk about a lot of my programs and with my clients as well too. moving forward all the time is like your client, just like starting the clock, starting the clock, starting the clock. Like It's just, we're just, my name is busy and I just keep starting things and I don't actually get anywhere. So those are really good. Like push the pause button and figure it out, decide. I do do like quick decisions as well too. So (laughs) I, and I, I, I could ask you a million questions, but I want to honor your time as always. Um, but I, I do want to ask you a quick question about, or I don't know, maybe it's not so quick. You have a great way of explaining goal setting, you know, the, the smart goals. We talk about that again, a lot, in, a lot of my clients, we talk about it. I love the way you set goals. I love the way you talk about it. Can we talk about that just really quickly? Uh, you know, but yeah, I sure. Love you of your, of how Absolutely. you do smart goals. And it's yeah. not so much goal planning. And I mean, we're not talking, it's just getting stuff it's, done. I think it's kind getting of creating, stuff done. It's getting creating going, right? Yeah. It's creating kind of the North Star. Like, right. where are we going with this? Right. right. And again, right. it doesn't have to be, I mean, stars actually sort of are fuzzy when we look at them in the right. sky, right? Yeah. So it just it's it's helping you if you're gonna if you're gonna have that bias towards action, what are we moving towards? So right. exactly. Yes, that's it. Where are we going? Yeah. Where are we going? So I always say to my clients, let's follow a smarter with an ER on the end framework. So I think a lot of us have heard about smart goals, but this is a little, this is more a little smarter. Okay. So S stands for specific. So you could say, okay, open our new location. All right. Or launch the new product. But I really want you to get a little more specific and say, open our new Windermere shopping center location. Like let's 
add that in, let's get specific. So it's not just a new location, it's in a specific spot. So, cause the open new location is kind of vague. Okay, so number S is specific. M, measurable. I think we've all heard about that. But sometimes this is hard because yeah. we don't really know what we don't know. Right. Right. But you can't improve what you can't measure. I'm sure you've talked about this. And I always say if you don't get to the, you know, increase revenue. Okay, that's kind of not so great. Increase revenue selling X product by 1 million. If you don't get to the 1 million, but you got to 800, hey, that's okay. All right. So measurable. Um, A is for action. Okay. So goals that are actionable don't describe being, but doing. So I always say you've got to start that piece of it with an action verb, launch, eliminate, create, not a be, do, have, has, had, not one of those kind of words. It's got to have a, an action word in it. Um, the the R, this R, okay, now you guys might be like, what is she talking about? This is for risky, okay? So in contrast to realistic, everybody likes to write realistic goals, contrast to realistic, I want you to think about risky goals because they really inspire you to have some out-of-the-box thinking, okay? They prompt you to get curious to search for those additional resources. They really require you to grow. So client needs to hire someone, okay? We talked about how she's done it in the past. And I said, well, why have you done it in the past? She's like, well, I mean, I don't, and this is kind of interesting. She said, I don't really wanna put myself out there like I need help. <laughs> she's kind of hiding her ask for or her, her job post. Yeah. And I said, How's that working for you? Well, I mean, it's okay. Let's get a little risky. Let's think about how you could put it out there in a different way. She's actually created a careers page now on her website. She's like, me, I have a careers page? She's like, I'm not that big. Oh, yeah, you are. Put it out there. So it's getting her out of her comfort zone. So that R really is important for risky. Okay. So I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. T in smarter, time bound. Okay. So no one likes this one either. Um, or they say like by the end of the year. No, let's go with, you know, by instead of develop, developed the product launch, how about let's submit the complete outline of the product project launch to my assistant by September 30th. Like right. let's get it time bound. It's gonna make be much more impactful. Okay, now we're into the ER at the end. E is for exciting. Okay, exciting goals really drive motivation. They drive persistence, even in the face of obstacles. We all know those are going to happen, whether they're real obstacles like a COVID or perceived like you have four kids. <laughs> so, right, so only when goal commitment is high can obstacles inspire ingenuity and that creativity and curiosity rather than leading to the quote-unquote fail or defeat like these goals should really inspire you and you need to make them personally important and inspiring not what you think you should do or the other person says you should do I okay so that yeah that right that, that is really important and I think it a lot of us skip that one that's why I love your smarter goals yeah. it's just it's, the smart goals 
we need to have that accountability and we need to have the, all the other things, but that exciting piece, we call it lighting you up. Like what lights you yeah. up? It's the only way we're going to move forward. I, I mean, it's just important that that's part of the piece and we deserve it. Like that's what we we're totally doing. deserve we're it. Building like, that harmony. We talked about at the beginning of like right. you know, freedom. Yeah. So I mean, yesterday okay. and that same photographer. So she said, well, I should just go in my basement and use the water rower we have down there. If I want to get my exercise in, I said, well, are you, are you going to the basement? Well, no. I said, so do you inspire, like does that water rower excite you? Well, no, but we should spend, we spent a lot of money on it. It's like, forget it. You're not going on the water rower. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's choose something else. And I kind of gave her permission to figure it out, figure out a different alternative, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to make it exciting. And then the R, the last R in smarter. So this is for relevant, okay? Now this isn't the same as realistic, all right? So I want you guys to really think about this, relevant. So assessing goal relevance is really the gut check, okay? Mm -hmm. So goals should be aligned with the life demands that you have, with your values, with what you're passionate about, or at least you think you're passionate about at this point, and and the other goals of, you know, other goals going on in your world, right? So they should align with all, goals should all align, first of all, but they should align with who you want to be and what's currently happening. It's not like fantasy world. Like I kind of sometimes say we're in fantasy land. It's like, Tomorrowland and fantasy, right? So they've got to be relevant. So example for that is um, like this summer, okay? In my world, I've got a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old. 21-year-old's off in Chicago at an internship, 18-year-old's home before her freshman year of college. So if I had said, hey, I want to take my whole business and go live in uh, the Caribbean for the summer, Right now, that's really not relevant for me because it's not aligning with the summer I want to have. It's right. like, I want to be home with my daughter. I want to, you know, be able to visit my son in Chicago. So, yeah. right. So yeah. it's not relevant. So what's relevant right now for you? Different than realistic because you can make anything happen, but what's relevant. So that's the smarter goal framework. And I think uh, yeah. if you create goals based off of that framework, you are going to it's going to lead you to confident decision-making. It's going to drive you in that direction. Right. And that's actually, I love that. I love the tie-in with the two and it does, it, it does. It's like when you're looking at that framework, does this fit into, you know, is this part of our, you know, where we're headed is that the North star yeah. you know, we're looking at. I love the risky. I must say, I love the risky part of this framework, but the relevant part is so important too. It is. And fitting into this, this whole the whole business we're running. And I have a client who, who she actually just shared on the podcast that she's um, you know, it's not all about more, 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 more revenue. It's more about, we have this wonderful business that she's grown. She actually apologized. And that's actually why I brought her on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so she apologized because she's like, oh, we're not like hustling to get more revenue. We're we're maintaining and we're growing and we're shifting. But she has this great life. You know, and again, she's not yeah. herself or she should be doing other things. The opportunities come for other things. The other, an opportunity came for her to grow and opportunity came for, you know, comes for me to grow different things. And if we put it through this funnel of your framework, yep, we can ask ourselves, you know, does this make sense for me, you know, to go to a conference or does it make sense for us to open a second location or whatever it is, you know, yes. it is, does this align with 
does it light us up? Does it, you know, all those things. But again, this whole, the values, the way we, what we value, what we value and our values, both of those mm -hmm. are important too. I love that. Your life demands are a big thing too. So they big are. Sh a big shift happened in my retail business. The summer, my daughter turned 19. She decided to, she met a boy and she moved to New Zealand. And okay. I just, uh, the funny part about that is that that's been, that was a big shift in my business is when I started realizing that it's not all just business, right? It can't be, I couldn't be just mm -hmm. in the store all the time because I wanted to spend that last bit of yeah. time and, you know, help her get ready and all of the things yep. but, and hang on to her tightly at the same time. But, you know, yes. so you have to build these businesses that they do, they do have the freedom of us running and living a life right around. Right. So right. This, this, yeah, I love your, you know, the, so making decisions based on what we want from life, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like, whether mm -hmm. that's 14 stores in a franchise or whether that's just this beautiful business that we've created, that's big enough. I always say big yeah. enough. Big enough. enough everybody's idea of success is different so I love these I love both the frameworks actually are amazing making the decisions and um how we run through the smarter goals I yes love so so much so well can you share one thing if you if I if people have stopped listening come back to me now yes. I, always, I always try to wrap up with asking like what's one action step one thing that you can leave our listeners with today that they can take action on right now and they can leave with if they've left us we want them to come back and listen that's one yes, thing we want them yes, to remember. what's back. that snapshot we want them come to back. remember well i think oh, i could say so many things right but I, I think i was like what should i which one should i say i think really recognizing that this is first of all it's a journey it's a process and it and it it's a practice okay so I don't think you're ever going to, confidence is a practice and it has to kind of become a habit that you continually work on perfecting in a sense. So what it looks like um, today is going to look, be very different than what it's going to look like six months from now. So that's when I work with my clients. Sometimes they come to me and say, I need help with my business, but I say, hey, let's just take a step back. Let's get your, let's, let's get your self together first. Let's start there. And then we can kind of dive into business. They haven't made confident decisions for themselves yet as a human, right? We're, we're all humans. So have you made a conf confident human decisions yeah. before making confident business decisions? What would you say is your vision for your clients? Oh, good question. I just actually thought about this. Okay. So my vision for my clients is that I actually painted a picture and I said in my head, I said, my vision is that my, my female client can say to her family, Hey, I am going to a conference next week. I know it's last minute. You guys are all going to be okay. You're going to survive while I'm gone, but I'm doing this for me. I know this is what I need. And I think this is a growth opportunity for both of us. So this is kind of her being okay with saying, like doing the thing that might be uncomfortable. She might be feeling a little guilty because now all of a sudden she's like abandoning the ship, so to speak. And, and her being able to say that both to her family and to herself and her business, it's kind of tied all, all three of those in. But that's kind of what drove me to start this business because I was training new business owners, new retail business owners. And when they, when the excitement died down, they were all excited to start okay. and grow. Like when the, when it all kind of the dust settled and they said, Hey, this is really hard. 
what it really came down to the hard part was that was being the uncomfortable doing things uncom in an uncomfortable way and having confidence to push out of that and can continue to grow. So, wow. So that's my vision. I don't know if, I don't know if you're incredibly good at research. I'm like, so we don't know each other outside of here. No. This is the first time we met person to person. Do you not, do you know that that's my story? Exactly. No. Kitchen table story. It's like a hundred percent. I don't know that at all. I haven't listened to uh, that my podcast. Kid, my <laughs> kid told me, I don't even know if I've shared that. It's actually, you were telling that. And I was like, either you're really, really good at research. Or, and I was like, I don't even know if I've shared that in a long totally time. Totally not. When my kid was younger, um, anyway, I've owned other businesses. My husband and I had other businesses. Um, my daughter said to me, and I'll try to make a fat story very thin. She said, you need a business. Uh, you need a hobby other than me. That's what she told me many years ago. Okay. And, you know, she was right. And I, you know, I, we ran other businesses and, but I really didn't have passion for those other, I was helping my husband with his business. We had other yep. things. And I, she's like, mom, start a blog or something. Cause I was doing a lot of DIY and creative stuff and helping people. And people were always asking me, how did you do that? How did you paint that? And anyway, I started with a blog, just a little baby blog. That's how I started. My very first business was a blog. And then it turned into a retail business. But the very first brave move I made, the very first like thing I did was besides Googling how to start a blog, you know, yeah. <laughs> that. I decided to go to a blogging conference. This is so bizarre. I'm just like, I just wanted to share this little quick story because I sat, I came downstairs and I, I paid for it. I came downstairs. I sat at the kitchen table and I was the, you know, the organizer of all of the, mm -hmm. the house mm -hmm. and we had kids and we had two businesses at the time. And I said to, at the kitchen table, I am going to Atlanta, Georgia. I live in Atlantic Canada. It's a long way. Okay. Had not traveled anywhere as conferences or anything, which now seems funny because I do it a lot, but I said, I'm going to go to a blogging conference and every, like literally my family stopped with like food halfway <laughs> up and they were like, huh, <laughs> what? And it was so scary. And I was petrified to go and all of those things, like you just said. And I said, I just want everybody to support me. I'm doing this. I might follow my face. It might be the worst thing I ever did. That was literally one of my very first brave. I call it my first, one of my very first brave, brave moves to start and to where I am right now. And fast forward, I met, I met my people. I always joke and say, I met yeah. there and I, everything sort of happened after that for me, but that is so weird. Cause that's exactly what it, what it is. It was being super, I was scared to death and I was afraid to tell them, like, uh, not afraid. I mean, that's well, that's, that's, word, it's, but it was it's, like, it was uncomfortable, right? So uncomfortable. Yeah. And actually the night before I got on the plane to go to this Atlanta conference, I can still remember my husband, like, what, like talking me off the ledge so we have to be and every step along the way has not been easy but we take these you know <laughs> smarter goals and we be brave but action um as, as you said confidence comes from action and so I yeah. just kept making myself take get on the plane and then go through customs and then you know go to the hotel you know the very the steps just the, you know just the then, next best step what's the first thing first thing right. I had to pay for it right second thing <laughs> well, you gotta the first thing was, yeah and, the, and then coming down and telling my family at the kitchen table which I find really funny as that you use that so so thank you so much for being here is there anything else you'd like to share with us um well if anyone is kind of wondering like hmm how do I even start or what do I do you know yeah. I have a quiz on my website that I think is a great place to start if you're trying to figure out hmm, what's really going on. You know, what is my problem? I call it reveal the root. Okay. So it can kind of 
I'm, I'm very big into asking what's the problem and sometimes there isn't one but yeah, and a lot of times there are. So go take that quiz. It's um, Andrea Libros, A-N-D-R-E-A-L-I-E-B-R-O-S-S.com forward slash quiz. That would be a great place to start um, if you're trying to explore this confident realm of confident decision making. And then I, I have a podcast, which I know you've listened to yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So you can find me um, wherever you're listening to podcasts. It's called Time to Level Up the time to level up podcast. So that's another great place. And I'm on social media too, as always, but. So we will share all of your handles and all of your locations. We'll share that quiz on our show notes as well, or we'll share the link to the quiz on our show notes. And obviously I love your podcast and I urge other um, listeners to go listen to uh, the level up podcast. It's one of, it's on my library list. It's one of my my location ones. Now I love so much uh, since, since we met and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks uh, Andrea for being here with our audience today. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. 